not my will. Good New Year's Eve morning to everybody. And thank you for allowing me this time. I just wanted to take a few minutes to share some things with you guys about this past year. Now, I've said this before, so if you don't want to hear it again, I pray you'll just overlook it, but still hang on because it's pertinent to the story. I prayed over a ministry, a blog ministry, for about two years before I actually sat down and wrote my first blog entry. Oddly enough, it came at a time when my world was being completely turned upside down. It's been almost a year now. April 6th, 2020 will be a year. And I have not missed a night of writing. It's kind of turned into my personal journal. Um, and it's helped me a lot. It really has. But the sole purpose in that was to help others on their journey to finding God and His will for their lives. I'm grateful for it every day, especially this year, because it's come with so many trials and struggles for everybody. And somehow it just seems right that I would make this particular entry about His will and not ours. Yeah, I realize I'm doing a podcast on it now, and the podcast started in May. Um, I'm very grateful for those as well and everybody who does listen and support me. I really appreciate it. But I want to talk about God's will and why I do this. First, I need to admit that I have been on a major roller coaster ride this year. And although I have been blessed way beyond what I deserve, I've also felt empty, alone, broken, and discouraged. I've had so many firsts this year. I've stepped outside my comfort zone and I've done things that I never thought I would do or actually physically be able to do. I've met new people, made new friends, even as simple as trying new foods. But I've simply been trying to walk the path that I've not walked before. All of these things, no matter how little, have been very significant and they have actually helped me in my walk with God and what I think He wants for me. But growing into a mature Christian, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not even something that happens in a day or two. It takes work and focus. But mostly it takes faith in the guidance of the Holy Spirit each and every day. God allows us to go through situations, but He allows it to help us learn how to lean on Him no matter what. And if we're not getting it, then the things just keep coming. Now that's not to say that things won't happen anyway, 
but we should use each situation to grow closer to Him and be more dependent on Him when they do come about. Lately, recently, I've been living in the middle of a really deep pool of nothing but chaos and crazy. I've felt overwhelmed and discouraged. I've shed so many tears that I've actually felt dehydrated. And I've wondered, what in the world does God want from me? I pray constantly. I write, I study, I help others when I can. I listen to stories and try to pray with people through things that they're going through. I feel like I've surrendered myself and all the afflictions and yet somehow I've still felt lost and confused. So what else can I possibly do? Well, what I can do is stop whining and realize that God is trying to humble me. Guys, I have wanted ministry for so long. And it just hasn't seemed to grow as fast as I had hoped or that I wanted it to. But that's when I've realized that I, I've had to I've had to get knocked down a few pegs and and understand that I've been a little distracted with everything that's going on in my life and I've not been giving God everything that He wants from me. I've been down and stressed and when that happens, I think I've spent more time more time trying to say, "Why? What more can I possibly do to let this stuff go?" But that's not how this works. That's not how God works. Jesus was on this planet to set the example for the greatest emotional turmoil ever. He didn't want to die, but he knew that that was his lot in life. So he moved past his emotions and prayed to God, not my will, but yours be done. And although things didn't get better right away, Jesus emerged as one of the as the greatest victor through the biggest trial ever. You can make emotional trials that you go through a testimony for others. But you have to be willing to surrender them all to God, not just a few. And you can't allow them to take over your life and your mind because that's only going to cause more issues to come about. Jesus wasn't led by his emotions, and we don't need to be either. When God allows situations to affect you emotionally, you can view it as an opportunity to step into a place of complete trust in God. He has your best interest at heart. Whether it feels like it or not, even when it doesn't make sense and you feel like you're doing everything that you can to follow God's plan for your life and still nothing is going right. Not my will, but yours. Remember that. 
And anything that you go through can be turned into a testimony. Others can find healing in our wounds. Our greatest life messages and our most effective ministry will come out of our deepest pain. But the important thing is to not allow your circumstances to distress you, but to look for God's will and His plan for for your life through everything that you go through. Many of our accomplishments won't actually happen on our timetable. It's going to happen on God's because His plan they're going to be it's going to be so much better than anything that we could have ever come up with on our own. We don't need to be afraid of God's will, even if it's different from ours. Because he's always always going to have our best interest at heart. He he truly is. I know that a lot of my stress, anxieties, and even the depression is caused from feeling like I have to have control over everything. I'll be perfectly honest. Most of that control thing comes from my past. Having been abused every which way possible, I somehow became very OCD over particulars in my life because it was the only way for me to feel in control of my life since I couldn't control the things that were happening to me. And over the years, I've learned to pull back from major OCD. It's still there and most likely always will be, but it's not nearly as bad because I'm learning and I'm praying that all of you will learn to let go of that control so that God can work in your life the way he's meant to. Tomorrow's a brand new year. And though I don't make resolutions, nor do I think that it takes a new date on the calendar to make all things new, I'm in complete support of giving this new year to God. I know that I am grateful but not worthy of the blessings that have been given to me. But I'm more grateful for the trials that I've gone through that have prompted those blessings. Had it not been for all of the confusion, the heartbreak, the wrong turns, and the mountains that have been handed to me, I would have no idea how to appreciate the amazing things that God has done for me. And in some cases, I wouldn't have moved if he hadn't pushed me. Now, I I don't know what will happen in the coming days or months, but I do know that whatever it is, God's already there. So we don't have anything to be afraid of. My prayer is that you will walk into this new year with your hearts and minds completely open and clear for whatever God has planned for you. That we will face the trials and the struggles of this world and the future with our heads held high, without fear. That we'll be able to let go of the things that have hurt us, that have confused us and controlled our emotions and and turned our lives upside down. Leave them in the past where they belong. 
knowing that with all faith and hope that no matter what comes at us, it will be the direct path to our salvation and God's holy promises. Luke twenty-two forty-two. Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Happy New Year.